People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio.
29th, 2015, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show, all right? Kind of like Love Line, but not, because instead of Dr. Drew and that other guy, you get me, Alexi Celine Wasser, your cool new big sister that you never even knew that you wanted or needed, all right? Boy Crazy Radio is for anyone and everyone out there. I, I'm telling you, this whole thing exists so you don't have to feel aimless or alone anymore, okay? This, is, this, this place should be considered your new safe haven, your new home away from home. You guys, are any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual? Maybe you're newly single. Are you a cutter? Are you a shit talker? Are you a binge eater? Are you a total high school dropout who, who uh, nerd, dork guy who grips the straps of your dumb backpack that you bought at fucking Hot Topics way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge eating right now and picking at your face? Are you looking for answers, love, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that stupid desperate thing you did at that party last weekend? Um. We'll join the club because you're not alone. Are all of your fucking friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Uh, yeah, get used to it. It's called the real world. Okay, it never stops. You guys, is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of your text messages, all of your Facebook posts, all of your retweets, and or all of your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit, this is crazy. You need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legitimate radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is, okay? So here's what I need you to do. I need you to pick up your smartphone and dial this number. Area code 646-378-0649. That's the number 646-378-0649 is the telephone number. I expect to hear from you. I'm very excited about it. I'm trying a new microphone. I want you to tell me if the sound quality is for shit. That would be very helpful. And uh, bottom line is, I'm here sitting at the Boy Crazy Radio Studios waiting to hear from you and solve your problems. Uh, If you don't want to call into the show for whatever reason, that's fine. That's your business. That's not my problem. Uh, It affects me. But, uh, hey, I can't put a gun to your head. Here's what you can do. You can still get through to me by tweeting me your question to at Alexi Wasser. All right? I'm going to spell that out. At A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. You can also email me a question, and you can email that question with all the pertinent information to area code Oh, wait, area code. You can email that to Alexi. Oh, wait, what is it? Boy Crazy Alexi. Yeah, we're getting it. We're getting the gist of it. Boy Crazy Alexi at gmail.com. Subject big sis. I'm going to take this phone call because I want to know if the sound quality is for shit. Area code 858. Hi. Is the sound quality Hello? horrible? Yes, you're on. Is the sound the quality sound, terrible? The sound, or... the sound quality is totally adequate. It's like fine. I mean, can you understand me, though? Or is it, like, staticky? Is it bizarre? Is it, like, distant? No, it is, like, like 100% what, like, it is not phenomenal. I do not feel like you're, like, 
in the room, like right next to me, but also okay. it is not like illegible. Like I, I can understand every single word you're saying. So. Yeah. Okay, I appreciate that. I'm trying a new microphone. I need to get like I need to get a cool microphone to make this better. But you know what? Here's the plan. The game plan is I'm got, I've got to just get off Blog Talk Radio, which is what I host Boy Crazy Radio on, and I need to get on an actual legitimate network like Nerdist or Earwolf or like anything that's like a real fucking podcast network. And I have not done that in like five years, but now I'm actually like thinking, hey, that could be a smart thing to do, Alexi. Finally, anyway. That's, That's not a great idea. There. That's a great yeah. idea that I had five years after fucking, uh, you know, podcasting too long. Um, okay. What is your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And then tell me what you're calling about. Okay. Um, my name is Lanny. I am 23 years old, and I'm calling from New York City. Oh, how exciting. This is so great. I think I need you more than you need me tonight, but this is great. Okay, what's, what's going on with you? Uh, okay. So I had uh, – so I've been like listening to the show for a while and I've actually wanted to ask about this. Um, so I have this, like, this is, this is clearly incidental, but um, I was basically uh, wondering what your opinion on or your advice would be for like, uh, like talking to uh, older ladies. Old, wait, cause I'm an older lady. No, just, well, okay, so this is, like, the backstory, okay? Okay. So, um, when I was, like, 20, I, like, took a year off from college and, um, like, joined, like, the workforce and, like, just, like, became, like, this adult guy and, like, was just hanging out with people who were just, like, whatever age, you know, because they were just, like, my coworkers or just people who, like, weren't in school. So it was, like, the first time I was, like, socializing with people who weren't my age. And then when I moved to New York and went back to school, um, I just kind of got another job, and I kind of just kept on hanging out with people um, who were, like, you know, like, mid to late 20s. Um, and I was, like, 21, and I'm, like, 23 now. Um, and I'm finally yeah. graduating. But basically... Um, it's like every girl I have a crush on or like I like approach even, or it's like that I'm just like around that is like someone that I like would be interested in talking to is always sort of like incidentally, like between like 26 or like 29. Um, and like, I'm not like, I'm not trying to like be like not myself, you know, like I, there is a lot about my personality that obviously has to do with like my age. But I kind of, like, don't want to start off on the wrong foot. Or it's, like, I want to, like, be the best version of myself in that situation. Um, or, like, the most the most appealing. And I, I don't know. That sounds It all sounds awful when I say it like that. No, you sound great. I mean, like, I think ultimately you should just be how you're being with me right now. And maybe you're being a faker now or you're being a different version of yourself. But... You sound like to me this is who you are. You're you're calling me up. You're seeing yourself. You're asking me your question. I would just say like, I mean, don't. And this is easier said than done. But like, don't overthink it. I, I think just like, talk about things you're interested in. Be polite. Uh, you know, and you're fine. Like, there. I don't know. Like, what are you running into where you're like, oh. I fucked that up, or I said this thing, or I shouldn't have said that thing. Like, what are you noticing? Right. What's the problem? Well, part of what's part of it. Part yeah. of it is definitely like a self consciousness of just like as soon as I like mention something that's about my age, it becomes like, 
oh my god like I like let that slip you know because like most of the time because I'm like hanging out with other people who are older than me like it's just assumed that I'm older and so like I, I, I mean it does get into my head a little but like yeah you know it's like being an undergrad in college like um, spending time with like people who haven't been in college forever like is like something that I'm kind of self-conscious about or I just kind of like it just kind of like I feel like I get put in another category in people's minds and then like especially if it's somebody that like I would be interested in dating um and so like it just sort of yeah I just feel like something changes almost or it's just like you know I start hearing more things like oh yeah like when I was that age like I totally had that feeling too and then it's like all of a sudden okay cool I'm like talking to a big sister or like you know not somebody who can see me in that way and then so that just kind of I don't know it's like it's something I'm just kind of self-conscious about and like I don't know if that's going to change like (laughs) or I yeah I don't know it's like also just weird that it's so incidental that like like several people I've been interested in like have been older than me the last person I dated too well here's the thing I think younger men need to go out with older women to learn things. Just like younger women go out with older men, it's kind of like this like college of life thing where you like really get schooled and you learn a lot of things. And when you're older, you'll look back and you'll go, oh, wow, I didn't know about all this shit, but that's the woman who taught me this. Or that's how I learned how to fucking go down on a girl in a real way. Or that's how I really learned how to like, you know, I drink wine or something. I don't know. Like right now, okay, you're actually going through it. So you need to know about the intricacies of dealing with dating older women. And I think I would say, because I date younger guys, like I've dated a guy who's eight years younger than me. And I remember like, you know, I turned 30 and like I dated like a 21 year old. And uh, I thought that was great. I thought it was like a vampire. I was like sucking, sucking the youth out of him, like literally, but like whatever. Anyway. And I oh my God. Cool. Come to New York, please. Jeez. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I thought it was very cool. Well, thank you for saying that because I was starting to feel ugly um, because you weren't flirting with me, but whatever. Anyway, um, I think what you should do is don't bring up your age at all, and, and it will be inevitable because the woman will eventually ask you for your age. And then when you say it, don't try to compensate, like overcompensate for your age, and don't try to act like you know everything because I noticed that when I date some younger men, I mean, I actually preferred – it's different. It's Older men are great. Younger men are great. Every everybody's different for, and great for different reasons. But something that annoys me when I date a younger man is when they front and they try to be like, yeah, 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 yeah I know, I know. Like I know that. Oh yeah. They don't. Like I've been around the you block. Know, yeah, I don't I'm like that. I'm mature for my age. <laughs> yeah, and I I don't like that because it's like, no, dude, you you don't know, and why I can see what you're doing here, and it's like it's kind of smug and it's kind of like cocky, and I don't like it. So it's better if you just like. Talk about shit you care about. Talk about stuff you're connected with, just like you would with your friends or a person your own age or anybody. And then when you don't know some shit, you know, listen. Listen and ask questions and just let it be like a natural flow. Don't don't worry about like, oh, but I know it gets tough because it, it, it is a weird situation. Girls get put in this situation too where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're, you're so much younger, but. You, know, you can always just say to these people if they're starting to be condescending, if an older woman is being condescending um, about your age or being like, oh, I know it's your age, just make a joke. Try to make a joke and make light of it and be like, hey, I'm an old soul. Let's leave my age out of this. I'm not talking about your age. Let's just be cool. Let's just be people here, you know? Like, 
Like, you know, yeah. I'm learning. Nobody knows about everything. Nobody knows about everything all the time. You know, everybody. So, you know. Like, I guess another, like, dynamic that I, like, keep on running into is, like, I will meet somebody. So, like, I'm, uh, like, I'm graduating from film school. Um, and cool. I like your work, by the way. I'm graduating huh. from NYU. I don't want to, oh like, God. give myself great. away, and but I just gave myself NYU. away. You love my work. Come to LA and we do shoot stuff. Or are you a DP? Are you a director? What do you What do you want to do? I'm 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 like a director that knows how to DP so that I don't have to talk to DP. I want you to do. I want you a, a secondary to you you calling in about girl advice or whatever. I want you to email yeah. me a link to stuff. I want you to email me a link to stuff you've made just so I can see it. So if you ever come to LA, we can like make something together. Oh my God, that's amazing! I have the perfect role for you. You'd be the manic pixie uh, nightmare girl, and you would be like serial killing these like guys who like think that they can impress older women by fronting that's fantastic i don't like that phrase though i hate the manic i like the guy who invented that i can't i just well no that's why, it's that's a, why i said nightmare exactly yeah it is i can't yeah, yeah. i don't even want to be well, put anyway. in that category but go on so go on so what's the middle the minute no no sorry i like i'm like not i'm saying this in a totally like postmodern way i'm like not saying it in like a typecasty way i hope you don't you're not offended by that like i'm totally not i'm just saying what was the other thing you said you were noticing with with women oh yeah so anyways like um i'm an artist and like artist person and like i'm attracted to artists but like i also get this thing where it's like oh i'll like meet somebody who's like established or like knows what they're doing or like has you know like you know, has like experience, you know, their website is like a Squarespace website and mine's like still WordPress and like, they just like <laughs> got it all together. And then like, I kind of come in and just kind of like, yeah, you know, like I kind of want to talk about this or like, I kind of want to like make a thing like this, but it's like, I don't, I don't have like, I don't have that like thing where like the other person, you know, that like I totally have a crush on is just like, yeah, this is like my work. I have like a body of work and like I'm impressive and I have like the thesis. And I just kinda gonna get in this thing is like, ah, I can't I like don't have anything to offer you. Like I don't I don't I can't teach you anything. And it's like not that I have to, but it's like I don't know like what I can share that like feels like valuable. And like a lot of that dynamic is created by experience, obviously. And so that's like just sort of like a relationship thing. Um, oh my God! You're, yeah. you're saying this, you're saying this beautiful stuff because I totally know what you're talking about. Because I, oh God, I'm gonna get really real right now. I like dating men who are very accomplished, who are geniuses, who are older than me, or or around my age, but who have done a lot of shit. I'm a snob when it comes to dating. So when I date someone who isn't doing shit that I like look up to, or I feel like I can learn from. It makes me question, like, what am I doing here? Is it just for the sex? Is this, like, this can't be forever because I'm not, like, challenged by this person or I'm not inspired? And I'm, I'm fucking snobby when it comes to dating. And I love that you're you're on the other end of it. Like, if I were to date you and let's say, you know, not like I think I'm such hot shit or whatever, but let's say I'm more I'm older than you and I'm more far along in whatever I'm doing um, and you don't feel enough. I would say, I'm just putting myself in a situation with you so I can give better advice. I would say... Right fucking up your game you need to like first of all you need to give yourself a break you need to give yourself a break because you are 23 and you're younger so be kind to yourself but at the same time i would say pretend you are like an octopus and you've got fucking eight arms and you need to fucking be generating with every single arm you need to be making short films taking meetings making new friends writing shit doing everything you can and just generate 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 and hustling so you can be the kind of person that 
you want to be to, you know, not only impress yourself and blow yourself away, but, like, get the kind of person you you want to, like, walk down the street with and be, like, a power couple with. You know what I mean? So you need to fucking yeah, hustle. Let no, that you yeah, use the insecurity as a lighting a fire under your ass because that's what I I mean just to make it about me for mo- a moment I've been thinking about that too and all my life I've I, you know I've I've dated drummers I've dated directors I've dated very you know very special smart successful people and I realized fuck that I want to be the guy that I want to date I want to be on their same level and I want to be that I've always dated that kind of person because I want to be that so. I have a lot of shit to do. I have a lot of things I want to make and do. You sound like you have to do the same thing. So use your aspirations to get an awesome fucking cool girl who's got her shit together. <laughs> use use that to light a fire under your ass to fucking hustle so you can be 25 and have a, have a feature at South By or Sundance. And, you know, you, you, sh- you just use that as incentive. And in the meantime, don't act like you know everything. Be cool. Learn how to go down on a girl. Let's be a master of that. So the girls, when, when older girls talk to their girlfriends, it's like a calling card, and they'll and they'll be like cool word of mouth, and they'll be like, oh my god, Lanny came over last night. I can't believe it. He's such a great dresser. He's 23. I'm I'm 29. I feel so much older than him, but like, oh my god, I came eight times. Like, so you can be. What you're gonna do is you're going to use these women that you feel less than. You're gonna use them to inspire you to get your shit together. You're gonna use them to learn. Uh, how to fucking be the best lover in the entire world and make them come over and over again. And it's going to be just an extension of NYU. You know what I mean? It's going to be <coughs> it's cool. This is all good. Just don't freak out so much and just listen. When you don't know what to say and you feel insecure, you don't have to say anything. Be quiet and listen and be polite. And if these girls are being dicks about your age, it's only because they're insecure about their age and that's fucked up. And just tell them, hey, stop making such a big deal about my age. We covered it. I don't like it. it. Hurts my feelings. Just say that. Like it'll be disarming. You know what I mean? So I hope that helps. That is that is super nice and helpful. And thank you so much for talking You're to welcome. me about and, that. And how tall are you? I'm six two. Oh, what, are you bisexual or straight? No, I'm I'm just straight. Oh, thank God, thank God. Are you? Uh, what's your ethnicity? I'm uh, Chinese. Sounds great. I like all of this. Everything you're saying sounds good. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, well, send me the email with links to stuff you've made and call back anytime and let me know what happened. Amazing. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, I've got so much stuff to tell you guys out there in the podcast sphere, uh, but I'm taking phone calls because I'm seeing the phone lines lighting up, and I like that. That seems very exciting. Uh, Area code 214, what's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? This is... I, I'm not, I've never called in before, so I'm not sure if I'm on. You're on. You're on. Okay, hi. Um, this is my first time calling in. I just said that. Um, I am 24 years old. I actually just turned 24, and my name is Kendra. I'm in Dallas. Woo, happy birthday. Hello. Uh, hi. So I'm calling in. Um, I started dating someone, someone recently. We were friends for a little while. And um, we're official. We're like in a a committed relationship, and everything's been going pretty well. However, he had some friends, basically like some friends that were roommates, and they knew each other for a really long time. One of them is a childhood friend, and um, 
I met them around the same time that I met him, and everything was going a lot well, but they moved away recently um, for work. And they've been trying to get him to move there, um, which is, it's. I mean, you know, that's it's his path, and, and I totally understand that. It seems like he doesn't really want to go there. Uh, one of the things that he said before they left is that he was – they sort of had a strain in their relationship that it was sort of exhausting being around them all the time, so he's looking forward to that free space. Um, So the experience that we're having now is, I guess it's sort of a conflict between um, us and them. There's some things I'm leaving out, but I don't know. Their involvement, it's kind of like a negative cloud looming over our relationship, if that makes sense. And well, wait, where where are they moving to? Where are his friends moving to? Well, they have, they've already moved. They moved to Michigan. And so they're trying to get your um, boyfriend to move to Michigan. Yes, for work. And they've known each other for a long time. Um, and it's just them there, so I think they want more people to move there. And they, it's kind of they have this friendship where they've sort of went together um to different to different parts of the country because they've known each other for so long. So when they moved to Dallas they moved here together and they were roommates and then they left for work and now he's still here in Dallas. And since since they've left he's I think it's been I don't know, he's a little bit different. He's a lot more confident and independent, which is really cool. And um, we've become closer as friends since they've left. But okay, so now they... What's, what's, what's the problem, though? What's going on? Um, the issue is that, I don't know, I guess one of the things that he told me is they're sort of negative people. And I sort of, I wanted to get to know them and develop a relationship with them before I made any judgments. Um, and I did, and, and I had a negative experience with them. Um, there was an argument. that It sort of came out of nowhere, and it was kind of for nothing. And out of respect for my boyfriend, I I sort of defended myself, but I didn't get, I don't know how to say it. I guess I didn't defend myself in a way that I normally would just to sort of not cross that line and, and make it weird between him, himself and his friends. Um. However, but like, how does that whenever you, so, so wait, they're in Michigan right now. You don't like them. You had your weird experience. You're trying to save face to keep it cool with you and your boyfriend and his friends. They're in Michigan now. What's the problem though? I don't understand. Like, what's the issue that you're bummed out about? Like, what makes you call tonight? Like, what's the actual question? Like, I don't understand. It sounds well, like I'm things are going to you and your boyfriend. I, they're good, but I, I guess I'm kind of worried that, you know, maybe they'll convince him to move there. So it's sort of like this looming um, negativity. I can't explain. Sometimes they text us negative things. It's like, like even though they move far away, um, uh, just a lot of different things like um, – the the main issue is that they wanted us to come visit them. Um, however, I didn't want to go there. You know, while I did know, you know, I knew them for a little while, I didn't know them personally. I just didn't want to go visit them. They invited us. And they've been trying to get him to go there. Um, and, you know, I said, well, it'd be great if he goes. Um, however, I don't, you know, I really don't want to go. And they took that personally. 
um, they said that I should have made up a lie or an excuse um, instead of going, instead of just telling them that I, you know, I didn't want to go to Michigan to see them. Um, and they felt that they took it, I don't know, I, my words were, you know, I think it's nice that you want my boyfriend to go. He really wants to see you guys. I think you'll have a good time. However, at this time, I don't want to go. And it turned into this huge blow-up, you know, where they basically started using profanity and, you know, they said, oh, I thought so highly of you. It just turned into this huge thing that it shouldn't have. Um, And, you know, I sort of let them kind of beat me up, to be honest, with their words and, you know, as you said, stay safe. And then a week or so later I got um, some text messages from um, one of them And um, she said, you know, oh, I'm still upset about what happened the other day, you know, and it just went into this long thing where she was calling me a bitch and saying that nobody likes me and all of this different stuff just just because I didn't want to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was really crazy just because I didn't want to go to Michigan after they invited me. Personally, it's not... So it's just somewhere I didn't want to go, you know, maybe at another time. You know, I told them. Okay, okay, I mean, listen, hold on. i, I got to jump in right now. What is, first of all, did you say you didn't want to go because you didn't like them or you just didn't, you weren't in the mood to go? I, I said I didn't, um, I did just, I told them that I didn't want to go, and they had been asking repeatedly, constantly on social, me- social media okay. and leaving links okay, I get it. about no, where I they get were. It, I get it. I get it. I get it. So my other question is, why do they have your phone number? Are they are they texting you directly? Yeah, they were texting me directly because I don't know. I felt like I why you know they, they live together. Why, wait, why do they have your number? This is like way way too much. Like this is this is like so much drama that's so unnecessary, and these people sound like fucking assholes. And I would never do what they're doing to you because it just seems like like. They have way too much free time on their hands, and they're fucking pieces of shit. Sorry, I don't mean to be an asshole, but they sound like total assholes, so I'm going to call them what I feel like they are. So why do they have your telephone number? It's been really overwhelming for me. We all met at once at work, so we all worked together. Um, And one of them was on a team with myself and my boyfriend, and we all sort of got to know each other at that time. And um, after they left is when my boyfriend and I officially started dating. However, remember, they were roommates. So, you know, I knew them, and I got one of their um, – one of them, I got uh, their number. And I thought, you know, just to be a good girlfriend, why don't I get to know the people that he's friends with as well? Um you know, to sort of be nice okay. to them. When they found out they were expecting, I sent them, like, this package with, you know, baby stuff in it. I really wanted to sort of, like, make that bond because I think that if you're dating, there shouldn't be a reason why you have to break away from okay. the relationships that you have. No, I get that. I get that. So now, but now they're, like, bullying you and ganging up on you because you didn't want to go to Michigan. So what is your boyfriend doing to uh, defend you? Uh, we talked about it at first. I don't know, it didn't seem like he really understood at first, but I did um, tell him about some of the things that they were sending. They were sending him things as well, and, you know, he said, well, I shouldn't have to end my friendship. And I said, well, I'm not asking you to do that, but they are being really rude to me, and out of respect for you, I'm not really, like, blowing up, you know, because I don't want to burn, I don't want to burn that bridge for you. 
Um, so he did talk to them, and he asked them to stop, and he told them they were being disrespectful. And um, I cut and, you know, he said, you know, you don't have to talk to them. You don't have to be friends with them. You know, I've known this guy since I was a kid, and they ha- they've known each other for very long. And um, he said, but I'm not going to go there, uh, so there's nothing to worry about. How are these people? They continue to text us. Uh, they were texting me, and I, I downloaded one of those apps to block them. Um, but they're still yeah. texting him. And today, actually, in an effort to get him to go there, one of them sent him a picture of his pay stub for, like, how much he's making to sort of get my boyfriend to move up there and start working there oh my God. Uh, with okay, them and leave on. here. Hold on. There's so much going on. It's like you're 24 years old. Yeah, I'm 24. He's about to turn 28. And I just don't, I feel like whenever they send a text or wherever, whenever they, you know, sort of reach out to us, it's kind of like this negative thing. So after okay, his yeah. friend sent this pay stub, this huge pay stub, you know, I have to deal with my boyfriend being like, oh, well, maybe I'm not really making enough money here, even though this is kind of where he wants listen, to be. Listen, 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 there's so much drama. This is like going on. This is. This is insane. This is insanity. This is too much, okay? Like, first of all, block all their numbers, break up with your boyfriend, let him go to Michigan. He sounds like a fucking nut. Sounds like he's not sticking up for you. Sounds like his friends are pieces of shit. I don't know who these people are, and I'm scared that you seem like you're drinking the Kool-Aid and you're like, the way you're talking about it all is like, like all this shit is supposed to be happening to you, and it's not supposed to be happening to you. This is fucking crazy. This is not how cool people operate in their lives. You know what I mean? Like, block all these fucking losers' numbers, ignore them, put them beneath you, focus on whatever you want to focus on, uh, figure out, you know, if you want to stay at your job or do something better or, or, like, find a different job or just focus on your life and what you want it to be. Cooking, hanging out with friends, reading, writing, making money, your career, family, all this shit. Because this shit that you're telling me about is like, if that were happening to me, I would just block all their numbers and laugh and be like, that's weird. And then if my fucking boyfriend didn't do anything or didn't understand me or didn't, or or was like, just not on the same page with me, I'd be like, all right, who are all these fucking kooks? Who are these fucking loser, idiot, weirdos who, like, this is not normal behavior and it's not okay. And you are definitely allowed to not go to Michigan and these people are being dicks, of course, you now you definitely don't want to go to Michigan. And why do these people need you to go to Michigan so bad? Not, none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. It's too crazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, this I agree. Fucking, this is bonkers. I think you need to, like, you guys don't live together. You don't live with your boyfriend, right? No, no, it's, not, it's not really my thing. Listen, don't live with your boyfriend. Take a few days off from him. Hang out with your girlfriends. Hang out with your parents. Take some baths. Write in your journal. Watch some fucking rom-coms or some cool movies or whatever. Take a breather and just get centered in yourself. Maybe you see a therapist. Maybe you don't. Go to a spa. Go to a sauna. Go to some cheap fucking sauna and sit in the steam room for an hour or 20 minutes or whatever you need to do where you don't pass out but you feel like you're calm. And, uh, and just, like, get back to yourself. These fucking losers are, like, too up in your life. This is mental. It's not okay. I would never indulge in this bullshit. I would just be like, ooh, I guess I, I started hanging out with a loser, and now all of his weird loser friends are fucking 
you know, trying to inflict drama in my life. That shit doesn't work with me, and it shouldn't with you. If you're calling into my show and you like me for whatever reason and you think I'm going to give you good advice, my advice is your new big sister is fucking cut ties to the losers. Okay? I gave you the advice. Now you take it, and I want you to tell me next week what happens. I want you to block all their numbers, and I, don't, I want you to block them all on social media, and I want, I want you to just take a little break from your boyfriend. You don't need to break up with them. Just, like, just be busy with stuff and just, you know, be busy with your family and just take a moment. Just so you can fucking figure out what's what and see how you're feeling. Because this is too much negative energy around you. And, like, you know it's not right. And that's why you're calling me. And does that make sense? Yeah. I get it. Thank you. I really appreciate yeah. your advice. You're welcome. And maybe even try meditating. I don't know if you've ever done that before. But just, like, when you're by yourself in your apartment or whatever you're doing, find a quiet spot and just sit there and just sit there in silence just just think about nothing. Just focus on like wherever your third eye would be. This is like this is like meditation for dumb dumbs right now. This is what I'm gonna tell you. So you just sit there in quiet, thinking about nothing, focusing on your on where your third eye would be, like right in between your your eyes. And then if anything comes into into your head, just like just kind of just get just push it aside really gently and then go right back to focusing like on the middle section of your forehead. And just like just try to think about nothing. And every time your your attention wanders, just bring it back real gently to the point of focus. And and it's interesting. It's cool because you'll see all the drama and all these little thoughts and things you have to do and all this stuff. All they'll all pop up in your brain. And your exercise is to just push them back aside and get back to focusing on nothing and clearing, keeping your brain clear. And that'll like. Really, you do that for 20 minutes, time it on your iPhone, and and don't don't make it so serious. Like if a new thought comes in your brain and you're trying to focus on your third eye, don't be like, oh, that new thought. i got to get rid of it. This is annoying. Meditating so hard. Just be like, oh, there's that. I'm noticing it. Okay, I'm just going to push that back and then get back to where you were. And it'll, it, I swear to God, just try that tomorrow or later tonight for 20 minutes. And just take care of you. That's like a bigger lesson to everybody listening. Just quiet yourself and take care of you and put yourself first. And don't feel the need to indulge everybody or return every text or make sure everybody else is placated and all that shit. You need to take care of you. It's like when you're on an airplane and the the safety video comes on and they say, you have to put the safety mask on you before you put it on the baby because you have to make sure you're okay before you can help anybody else. So focus on you, all right? And that's all I'm going to say. I'm ranting, and I think you get the message, and I appreciate you calling, and let me know how it goes. God, you guys, I'm getting so many phone calls, and I have so much advice to give. I don't even have to tell you about my fucking wild week. I have so much to update you with, but I'll tell you in a moment. Uh, I'm taking this 323 area code number, which is great because I live in L.A., and I like to talk to 323 area codes. Who is this? You love talking to me. This is great. Who is this? Friends, JPA. Oh my God, is this is this? Uh, can I say your name? Um, I mean, I guess I don't know. Do people we know listen to this? Just give me a fake name. Um, Dee Dee. Dee Okay, perfect. What's going on? <laughs> um. Well, 
I'm a long-time listener, and I call for a bunch, and I don't know if maybe um, people remember me. I have a boyfriend in Australia, model, actress, whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm, like, feeling like a loser. Like, I feel like I'm addicted to Instagram. I'm addicted to, like, watching, like, I just, like, I'm in, in a transition, and, like, I don't have management. I don't have, like, all these things. And, like, I was so, so focused on having a successful relationship and, like, nurturing that that now I'm, like, oh, shit, like, I have my whole life thing, like, my whole art and craft of, like, what I was doing, and I feel so out of touch, and I'm, like, coming from modeling and stuff, it's just, like, your fucking brain is fucked up because of, like, Instagram. Like, everyone's so skinny and, like, I don't know. That's how I made money for so long. And I'm, like, what you, running out of money. You're running out of money, and what do you, like, well, then put the Instagram away. These are just, like, to stop looking at it, you can upload, but don't look. Don't even look to see who likes your stuff. Upload if you want to or take a break from it. You know, stop looking and... All those things are lies anyway. It's like people aren't as happy as, as they're saying they are. Their life but is But literally, I saw a thing, and they're like, modeling agencies aren't even taking girls who have less than 10,000 followers. And, like, just the game has switched up so much. And it was, like, so much easy money for so long, and I've always been so self-reliant. And then now I'm like, oh, shit. Like, like I was just in such a bad place with, like, you know, your last caller, she, like, had all these people attacking her, and, like, just the world seemed insane, like, and so, like, I kind of did exactly what you told your last caller, where she should just, you know, isolate, and just, like, don't pay attention, and get away, like, don't engage, and so I did that, and then now I'm, like, back, and I feel healthy, and I'm happy, but then I'm just, like, out of sync with, like, the industry. Well, what happened to your, do you have a commercial agency still? I still do, but that person, he's so negative towards me. And then I saw like a casting director and he was like, oh, he's like your bad stepfather, but like basically you're trapped with him. Don't get another one. And then I was with a modeling agency, but my abusive ex-boyfriend is best friends with my booking agent. So I can't get back with him. And then to, like, restart with another agent, modeling agency, it's, like, 10,000 followers and you got to be, like, fucking extremely thin and just, like, all these problems that are, like, I'm very lucky to have. But, like, it's kind of, I need to figure out the next deal, and I am, but I'm actually running out of money. Well, what about unemployment? Huh. Like, what about what about calling, you know, going to edd.com, like, you know, file for unemployment? I mean, but how does it work? Do you, if you get residuals, does that, like, not count, or how does it work? I'm not exactly sure how it works. I had to go on it a long time ago when I was in my early 20s, and I remember, like, being embarrassed to do that. But it's like they take money out of your checks when you do commercials and they put it towards unemployment so it's like your money that you can get and it's like if you're in a bind and you're freaking out you can do two things i say you just go to e e is in eric d is in dog d is in dog dot com or it's dot org or whatever it is just type in unemployment insurance okay in google and it, it will 
it will give you a number to call, and you'll call up in the morning. You have to get up early in the morning, and, like, at 8, eight in the morning, it's just, like, a very small window, and you call and you you basically, like, to tell them the last few employers you've had and their information, and you and, and they'll walk you through it. Say, I don't know what to do. I don't know how this works. I've never done it. I'm confused. And they will walk you through it because it's their job to do that. And and that's your money. But, that Alexi, already, like, you what? know me. Like, I'm, like, not, like, I am not the person that, like, runs out of money. I'm, like, super self-sufficient and, like, never had a problem. And now I I'm, know, like, but it's, it's it's okay, though. And I, I know it's, like, weird because you're, like, what's going on? I can't believe it because there was a lot more money in commercials a long time ago, and now it's, like, not as much money because, like, the advertising agency is kind of caught up with, like, the recession and everything, and there's not as much money, and people – I totally know because I've experienced it too and I get it, like where it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Where's the money? Where's the money that we're so used to from, you know, years. From commercials. Yeah, from years and years. So here's what you have to do. Call an employment and, if, and and just find out about that and don't be embarrassed and it's life and you don't have to broadcast it to people and nobody will know. It's money to help you. That's why it's there. It'll take it out of your checks anyway. It's all what the government does. It's like part of the system. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. Look into that and then also you might just have to get a day job and fucking suck it up and be okay with the fact that you might have to like work at a store or work at a some some place where you get money, but it'll it'll be helpful. You know what I mean? And like maybe sell clothes at Wasteland. Uh, if you have stuff you can sell, have a garage like, sale. I've like sell- eBayed the shit out of everything. Like I've like l- try to live like cheaply. I sold one of my cars, like and. Basically, my DJ agency has been, like, shit. Like, it's, like, now I'm, like, fuck, and I need to, like, reach out to all these people. And people aren't being responsive, and it's, like, I've been here forever. Really harsh. Like, I'm feeling, like, emotionally stable, but then I'm just, like, not feeling, like, but I'm not feeling desperate, you know? So it's not coming from, like, a desperate place. It's just being, like, oh, that sucks, like. Well, here's the yeah. thing. I know, I totally know you're going through, and I know, like, it's like a weird humbling thing when you're like, fuck, I'm used to being able to live, like, a nice lifestyle and comfortable and all this stuff, and now all of a sudden it's like, I can only shop at Trader Joe's and eat spaghetti every night and then hope I don't get fat and, like, whatever. Here's what here's what I was No, saying. but then, and then it's like, on top of that, it's like, you're, you're getting fat, you're getting older, <laughs> like, and then, like, you look at Instagram and, like, everyone has, like, 50,000 followers and they're always making all the time, and... And then it's, like, you used to just, like, you know, do a job and make a couple grand and then, like, whatever. And now it's, like, people, like, agencies are just, like, no. And you're, like, what? Well, here, here, so here's the thing. I think, okay, this is for anybody out there who's, like, broke and freaking out, whatever. It doesn't have to be so specific to the scholar. But you – but. It, I'm going to get a little specific with you, and then I'm going to make it bigger and, and more broad. But um, stop looking at Instagram because that's not working for you, and it's making you feel bad. So something you have control over is just stop looking. Stop looking. You can participate in it, but stop refreshing and stop, like, it's looking so at your feed. No, but just don't. It's not that hard. If it's making you feel bad and it's, like, a problem, then you just have to, like, you're stronger than that. You're bigger than that. Like, you're, you can control yourself. Just have some self-control and don't, like, I rarely look. I rarely look at my feed because I follow too many people. And if I look at one, if I want to see somebody's feed, I have to like search them and I check it out like an ex-boyfriend, you know, that, that's what I do. So like 
So don't be checking the feed out. It, it only makes you feel bad. I even talked about that with one of my best friends, Dallas. You know him. And he doesn't look mm-hmm. at his feed. You, know, you, you, you play, play the game, post shit, be part of the conversations. But if you know what works for you and what doesn't, yeah, don't Abort look mission. at your feed. Yeah, don't look at your feed. Another thing is. But it's such a huge but, part of now what is the whole thing. And it's like, I'm like know, do I just need to, like, put naked photos all the time? Is that what's going to happen? No, like, is that no, the deal? No, no. Like, I'm, I'm literally more, thinking about doing Playboy. Well, I actually got an email from somebody telling me that that's actually not a good idea to do that because it's uh, it's not that much money and it's like a bad look. I don't know. You do whatever you want to do. You don't have to post naked photos of yourself on Instagram. But wait, so wait, were you thinking about it? No, I'm not thinking about it. I, I have a whole other life plan and, and things that I want to do. It doesn't come down to like No, easy, I know. Like, I know like, you know, you know like stuff, but I mean like it's still no, that's fun. Not, but that's not, that's not even it, but it's like, and I never really modeled. I do commercials and I act and I write and like for me, like a, my brain has always been like my thing. I've never like identified really as being like beautiful or very Dude, I've like, always been like a like creative, like the same thing. Like I always had my band and like wrote big songs. Okay. I'm just trying to say, but I'm just saying you're 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 all over the place. You're telling me like that's about being skinny and then you know and not having enough followers and then getting older and all this stuff and modeling all this but, shit. But so. then it's like, but then that when you get money from these things, then you're like, oh wait, my income is like like has to do with that. Wait, I'm confused. You know? wait, here, wait, listen, we're talking about the past, but here's where you're at right now. You're freaking out okay, because okay. You're, you're running out, you're running out of money. And you're in a different ball game, and you're noticing that people aren't being as warm and friendly and cozy, and you're trying to figure out what your shit is going to, how you're going to get money, and you're trying to figure it out right now. So that's where we're at now. So here's what you have control over. Like, I'm pretending I'm your big sister, and this is my, my thing that I'm telling you. And I do the same thing. Don't look at your Instagram feed. Ignore it. Post photos that you want to post that you think will get a lot of likes, that are fun for you, that are silly, that are cute, that are funny. Post whatever the fuck it is you want to post for whatever reason you want to post those things, but don't get sucked in the thing. You have to have, with all this new technology and all this shit, all this social media, you have to remember to have control over it and, and be, be, have a sense of control over it so it doesn't run you. Don't fucking turn it on in the morning and then start looking through your feed and be like, why should I even get out of bed? Everybody else is skinnier, younger, richer, having a great time. That doesn't work. So don't look at your feed, but still post. Be part of it. I, yes, I know you can't not be part of Instagram. I know that you have to have a lot of followers. I know that's how fucking the entertainment business is working nowadays. And it's sick, but it's the truth and whatever. So the next thing is file for unemployment. All right? Google that. You'll figure it out. That's another thing. Another thing is specific to you, you go out of town a lot. You've been out of town for DJing. You've left to, to have your boyfriend and stuff like that. So you check, you book in, you book out. And that's probably why you have a relationship with bookers or, or agencies or whatever, or like casting directors, because you're, you're gone a lot. You're out of town. You know what I mean? Like, and so that I was literally like, I, I know. Don't make excuses. Last caller. I, I, I have to say, yeah. I have to say, I identified with the last caller and I have to give her hope at the end of the tunnel. Like basically like I had a crazy situation crazy abusive crazy situation and like the only way to get away with it get away from it was to just totally ignore everything get out of it get away volunteer do other things and yeah but the repercussions of it have been like you know two years of like not income 
I know what I'm saying is aside from that and all the shit, if, if you're back in L.A. right now and you have a commercial agency, and I know you do because we have the same commercial agency, then you have to be like, I'm here. I want to work. I'm going to get this shit on time. I'm not booking out. I'm just not, you know, and like, and you have to fucking commit. You can't be like leaving and stuff. And and that's just, that's one thing, you know what I mean? Like, so that's one aspect of it. And then maybe get a job on the weekend or like, and just humble yourself and be like, okay, I'm, I'm working at this place. I'm working in the coffee shop. I'm working at uh, a clothing store. I'm working for, for, um, you could work at a fancy store on Melrose and like, Work off, work for commission. You know, you're a gorgeous girl. You're not old. You, you know, don't pay attention to like 14 year old girls on Instagram with like, you know, no body fat. You're a beautiful woman. You could even fucking work at some restaurant that none of your friends would ever go into, and like, learn how to bartend. Work at a fancy restaurant that like that douches go to, and like, make tons of tips. You're gorgeous. You know what I mean? Right now, you just have to fucking walk through it and be like, oh, I never to, I never had to do this. This is fucking embarrassing, or it's humbling, or is this new? But you can, this is cool. This is character building. This makes you go, oh, fuck. Like, wow, Trader Joe's is so much cheaper than Whole Foods. Like, I'm grateful for all this shit. I'm grateful for, you know. I'm totally, like, I'm totally grateful for all this shit. But I'm, like, like I have, like, an awesome boyfriend. I have a boyfriend who can afford blah, blah, blah. But I'm not the girlfriend who's, like, oh, you cover me. Like, I mean, like, he covers my nails. I'm not going to be, like. No, I'm not gonna cover. I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, babe, pay my rent." Like I've never. I dated millionaires, and they've never paid my rent. No, that's all. I'm just listen. I gave you a bunch of options: unemployment. I know. Talking, I know. Getting, but like, get, what do you, get a new, like, what do you get, think? Yeah. How is that? Is that crazy? Like, where where are you at on that? Like, I want to know on your what? opinion on that thing. Like, if you have a well-to-do boyfriend and you're like hurting. Is it okay to get to get assistance from him, or are you just gung ho like all girls for themselves all the time? No, it's it's so different for in every situation. Here's the thing: if you were broke and single, and you were like, you know, and you're like desperate, you're asking some guy you don't really like, and you're sleeping with him, and you're like, oh, I don't really like him, and I'm sleeping with him, so he'll pay for my stuff. That sucks. Like. That's one thing. That's shitty, and then you're putting yourself in a shitty situation to get money from some dude. You're only fucking that's around like because you want money. And that's like, no, no, that's and, and that's and you know what? Even that's what it is. Like, for, if some girl's doing that, I'm not even going to judge her. That's not what I want to do, but that's whatever she's doing. I'm not trying to be like this. There's only one way to do it, and this is how to do it. Because like, life is fucking difficult, and you fucking have to navigate. Like, I wouldn't judge a stripper. I wouldn't judge like I'm not trying to be a prostitute, but like, if some woman's going to be a prostitute because she's got a kid or she's fucking figuring her shit out that's her battle that's her choice whatever dude if you're I've been, read, I've been reading all these crazy 1920s hollywood books about like the actresses in the 20s they were fucking crazy anyways keep going Plus, oh my god you're funny you're so funny it's like we're all over the place it's so great here's what i think if you have your boyfriend and I, and listen this girl everybody who's listening to boy crazy radio right now our caller, she's called in before for saga. Her saga is this. She's got a great boyfriend. He lives in Australia. He's a businessman. She loves him. Now she's back in L.A., and now they're kind of doing a long-distance thing. And But they love each other, and they've got this thing happening, and it's kind of uh, confusing right now. Here's what I think. If he loves you and he wants you to be with him and you guys are forced to be long-distance right now, and uh, and but you plan to be together – if you're, he's your partner. He's your partner, and he loves you. And if you need like help with something, he could send you flowers. He could send you perfume. He could help you with your rent. He could, he, 
it's whatever you guys want, and you, you can ask him for whatever you want to ask him for. He's he loves you. You you think he's going to be the father of your child? Like, is that the kind of relationship you're in? You ask him for whatever you want to. He has the right to say no. You know, but you're not. You know what I mean? Like, you love him. It's an even exchange. Like, you care about. Him. I'm sure you would do anything you could for him. Also, it's okay. Like, if my mom and her boyfriend were having problems and and my mom needed money, fuck yeah, my mom's boyfriend would give her, her money. He loves her. He worships and her. And by the way, your friend. mom is so cute. Her <laughs> everybody is. Her mom is like wearing tight jeans. She's got like pink extensions in. She's like they're a hot even, mama. They're not even extensions. They're just regular pink hair. I know it's so funny. See, my mom's gonna listen to this and she's gonna start crying. She's gonna be so touched that you even said that. Yeah. So here's the thing. When I think she's about my so mom sweet. and her. She's so sweet, and she loves you, and and like she was so Aww. happy to be supported. She supported me at my UCB show and stuff, and showed up. And yeah, my my mom. So listen, if my mom would take money from her boyfriend, and my mom's boyfriend would take money from my mom, and it's an even exchange because money is fluid. Money, see, people need money. You figure out it, you get it, you need it, you give it, whatever. I think Samantha Jones in Sex and the City said that one time when when Carrie needed money for her apartment when Aiden broke, like you know broke up with her or whatever it's I just, it's no I big just, deal like, it makes me feel so vulnerable because I, I feel like my parents didn't give me money like there's been certain points where my parents were like come home and they would not even give me two hundred dollars and I lived in my car and then like and so like I've never needed anything from anyone and then it's just like it just feels like so crazy and guys have not been reliable. You know what? That's another bigger lesson in this whole question. Like, asking for help is the hardest thing in the world. You just reminded me. Like, asking asking people for help and letting them know that you're not okay and you need help is the scariest, most vulnerable thing in the entire world. You're so right. So I say just do this as an exercise because here's, here's the thing. It's not like you're not trying to get work. You're out there. You're hustling. You might get a day job. You're going to file for unemployment. You're going to go to your castings. You're going to get a new model. No, I've been going to my castings. I've been I know. Listen, listen. Like stop, 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 like, stop, no, stop, no, no, stop, no. Stop, stop, but stop. the money doesn't you're come. And you're like, stop. fuck, I just I spent like $6,000 and I don't have it. Stop it. See, listen, DB, listen, stop. The developing show, blah, blah, all this stuff, it's all over the place. Just listen. These are what you have in front of you. Get a new modeling agency. You can do that. Right? Go to all your castings. You already have a commercial agency. Go to all your castings. Listen, don't interrupt, though. File for unemployment. Possibly get a day job. Ask your boyfriend, who's in Australia right now, that you're being faithful to, that you love, and, and you know, then you plan to have, like, a family with at some point. When you're hurting, maybe he'll help. You've never taken money for your family. They've never given you anything. You've always done it on your own. This can be a cool exercise to learn how to ask for help, and I really don't think it's bad to ask your boyfriend for money, especially if you're fucking hustling with day job, unemployment, casting, DJing, modeling agency. You got you got your yeah. work out for you. You got all these avenues. You just have to like have faith, keep your expenses low, go to Trader Joe's, don't eat out. You don't need anything. You have enough clothes. You you can you can eat spaghetti and don't worry, spaghetti will not make you sad. I promise. I promise. It's all in your head. You can eat. Thank you, Alexi. Love you. I love you, too. I can't wait to see you in person and run into you. What? I said, I love you. I can't wait to see you and run into you in person. Oh, my God. Listen, we've dealt with a lot tonight. It's already 10 o'clock. We've dealt with financial issues. 
We've dealt with crazy friends of boyfriends and chaos. We've dealt with younger men dating older women and what that entails and how to navigate that. Here's what I want to say. Phone lines are open. They are wide open. Telephone number is 646-378-0649. I'm an hour into the show, and I didn't even get to tell you about my ex-boyfriend coming into town, and I hadn't seen him for six months. I hadn't seen him for six months. We broke up in October. We broke up in October over the phone. I broke up with him. A few days later, he flew to Los Angeles. He stayed at my house. We had a four-day rendezvous meditation on our breakup, very similar to the Richard Linkletter series, Before Sunset, Before Sunrise, After Sunset, or whatever the fuck it's called. We basically walked around the city of Los Angeles talking about our love, why it wouldn't work, why it could work, how it could work, how much we love each other, the intensity of our affection towards each other, our passion, our longing, our yearning, our hearts. We wept. We made love. We took a bath together. We got drunk together. And then we said goodbye. And he flew back to where he came from. And I was left devastated in Los Angeles. Even though I broke up with him, I was miserable. Why? Because I felt like my arm was cut off. Because he's my best friend. He was my best friend. He is my best friend. He's the best sex I've ever had in my entire life. He goes down on a girl and the orgasm is immediate. Listen, I don't need to talk about this shit. I have good sex. I can have good sex with anybody, I bet. I'm just saying, this guy... We have good sex. After our breakup, he sent me a breakup bouquet because I told him to. He got my initials tattooed over his heart. My initials are ACW. My name is Alexi Selene Wasser. He got those initials tattooed over my heart, over his heart. But it affected my heart. And then we didn't see each other for months until a few days ago. He's in a band. The band played Jimmy Kimmel. They came to Los Angeles. They stayed here for three days. I saw him every night during those three days. We met up at a restaurant, a restaurant we used to always go to when we were in Los Angeles together. And I got there, and I didn't think I would be super affected. I thought I would be okay. And I I was in an Uber, and as I'm on my way, I just, like, he texted me and he said, you know, I'm, I'm close. And I went, okay, me too. And, uh, and I started crying in the Uber. Like I, and I was like trying to get my act together and stop crying. But I was like, fuck, I'm going to meet him now. I haven't seen him in six months. Like, oh, my God. Is this going to break me? Is this going to fuck me up? What the fuck? Also, I'm dating somebody now. I'm dating a guy. I feel bad for him because I'm so like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm post-breakup. I don't care if it's six months. You know, I'm still recovering from that. And uh, and then I'm not a liar, so I let him know I'm going to go see my ex-boyfriend. And, uh, yeah, so I spent three – I had three dinner hang sessions with my ex. First night, we left. We saw each other immediately. When we saw each other at the restaurant, we looked at each other, burst into tears, and held each other. And then we just sat on the same side of the booth for a really long time, holding hands and talking and crying. And 
he wasn't drinking, but I had two drinks and we talked about everything and caught up and wept and, you know, told each other we love each other. And, and then the next day, oh, then he saw my cat. He, he saw, he visited my cat at my house and stuff. And then the next day we met up for dinner again and we went on a long walk. Both nights we went on very long walks. We walked, we walked around the city after our dinner and then he gave me a set of keys that he had for my place. He gave those back to me the second night. And then the third night, we had dinner with our mutual friends because we're going to their wedding in six weeks. So we had, like, a little group dinner, and that was cozy and fun. And then we went on a long walk in the city after that, and uh, and we hung out back at his hotel, and we talked and said goodbye. And there were tears, and that was heavy but I don't feel broken. I love him. And it's interesting how, like, I don't think this is going to make me crumble again. I don't think I'm going to have to start from scratch to recover from this. It just made me realize that, like, you know, it's cool to have in, in deep relationships with people. It's it's special. I don't even care that, you know, he doesn't, he can't live in Los Angeles. He doesn't want to live in Los Angeles. It doesn't matter anyway. He's on tour with his band that even if I'm dating someone else or if he's dating someone else or dating some loser, whoever he's, whoever he met, I'm sure he's a loser. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I know exactly who he is. Just kidding. I don't. Uh, or do I? Or do I care? I don't. But I obviously do. Anyway, my connection with him, my point is, Everything else is separate. And my connection with him is this insane connection. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. And it's like, it reminds me of what I'm looking for in my next great love and what I want for myself and what I am attracted to. Like I love intensity and success and humor and weirdness and, uh, somebody who's like a badass who doesn't give a fuck, who's not self-conscious, who's just like fucking weird and magical because I'm a very magical person. Yeah, I'm saying that. I'm saying that on a fucking podcast right now. I'm magical because he's magical too. So I need that. Um, oh, yeah, we walked we went, we went, walked from Yamashiro. We walked down to Hollywood Boulevard and we went to the Hollywood Wax Museum and we took photos of all the wax figurines and danced in the Hollywood Wax Museum and got kicked out. And then we walked down Hollywood Boulevard and passed by all these heroin addicts and stuff and passed by all these really shitty, like, stores that sell, like, bullshit, touristy bullshit. But they play all this rap music, like, really loud, so it plays outside of the store. And it was, like, midnight on a Monday, and we just, like, danced on the street to, like, rap. We just, like, danced separate and, and danced fancy, like, old-timey style just to rap and it was great and like everybody was like looking and they started other strangers started dancing our weirdness and our magic was like infectious it was very cool uh he bought me a rose when we were walking down the street just like magical stuff magical magical stuff effortless we exist with great ease and uh it's nice to just have that and know that that exists with someone and uh, and then today he left. He went off to go continue his tour because he's in a super cool band or whatever. <laughs> and uh, I came home today to a huge, 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 huge bouquet of flowers. So uh, they were from him, which makes me feel very cool. 
and like a princess because women love flowers. People love flowers, and I'm one of them. So that was the saga of seeing my ex-boyfriend that I fucking talked about in every single podcast in the last six months and prior to that when I was actually dating him. That is where I'm at with him. So I'm, I, I continue to be single technically, and I am dating someone, and I am dating in general. And, uh, but yeah, it's interesting to see what things morph into and that, like, I don't know. Life is just interesting. I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no fucking clue what's going to happen. And then at the end of it, we're all just going to die anyway or whatever. My my therapist says our, <clears throat> my therapist says our souls just leave our body and we don't really die. We just come back down and inhabit, inhabit some other body. And apparently we choose our parents and we choose our bodies that we inhabit. Listen, this is getting a little too highfalutin for a boy crazy, for a podcast called Boy Crazy Radio. But uh, listen, I'm just telling you what I'm feeling and what I'm noticing. Uh, feel free to tweet me a question at Alexi Wasser. Send me an email, subject big sis, big sis to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. I have a few emails I'd like to read. But also, I noticed that there was a 408 number and a 254 telephone number trying to reach out to me during Boy Crazy Radio. So if you'd like to call in again, the phone lines are open. I would love to talk to you. I will get to emails, email questions in a moment. And uh, by the way, I never say this. I should say this more. If you like Boy Crazy Radio and you like what I'm doing here and you like the fact that I make myself available every single Wednesday night to answer questions on the telephone, via telephone, via whatever, Instagram, Gmail, Twitter, what have you, then I think you should, you should subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. I would appreciate that. I never push that. I never, I've not, I have not yet begun approaching my show like something I really want to grow and that's ridiculous I only do this show because it's like a fun weird hobby but now that like you know I'm just an idiot I really need to be getting people to subscribe on iTunes because it's important because everybody has a podcast and everybody tries to get people to follow their podcast on iTunes so you should do the same for me because I'm trying to do something special here and uh, what else Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. And uh, feel free to donate to the show if you uh, would like. You go to, uh, to imboycrazy.com and click donate on the right-hand side. I don't know, if you want, if you like what I'm doing here. Anyway, I told you my saga about love and my ex-boyfriend, and now I'm taking another phone call, area code 209. Hello? Hello, what's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? Tell me everything. Alexi. Um, my name is Rachel. I live in Stockton. And I actually called in tonight because I knew something had happened with your ex-boyfriend and I was nosy. Oh, my God. How did you know? <laughs> From your Instagram. Oh, because he got a tattoo over his heart and I posted it. Yeah. <laughs> I was so glad you talked about it. That's so sweet. Oh, I know. It's amazing. The funny thing is, I know. See, I'm dating someone, and that's one thing. And my ex-boyfriend knows that I'm dating some new guy or whatever. And he doesn't love it, but whatever. And then he, like, messed around with some girl, and he told me about it. 
and I guess after I posted the photo of his tattoo on my Instagram, two of the girlfriends of the girl he messed around with sent screen grabs of the tattoo to my oh, ex-boyfriend. Course. Yeah, and then and then and then he doesn't even have a new girlfriend. He just like this is like some rando girl that he messed around with, and she's like bummed me out. And he told me about it, and I just think that's so funny that my like Instagram and our love affair and our you know, experience is like, I don't know. It's like, got, it's got an audience. And I guess I'm, I'm, I'm playing into that right now. But anyway, thank you for calling and asking about what, what do you want to know? I'll tell you anything. Thank you for even caring. Not that you want to know um, anything. Well, I do have a question. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how much time we, how. I'll just go for it. Cause I don't know how much. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's see. So I had, um, an ex-boyfriend who I dated for six months and we broke up and then saw each other casually here and there over the next like 10 years. (laughs) Um, And then recently saw him again and, and, and he's crazy. He's like, he's, I mean, I guess they're the best ones, but, um, and so, um, thought we were going to get back together and then he just completely disappeared and I haven't reached out to him. I haven't asked why. Um, but you know, I think about it every day and have obviously talked to all my girlfriends about it and just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I just, I don't know if you just, well, how long ago did he fall off the face of the earth completely? Um, six months. It was the middle oh. of October. Oh, my God. So, wait a minute. Wait. Oh, my God, wait. So, you guys were together off and on. You broke up together off and on. Mm-hmm. This is over the course of 10 years. And then you have not heard from him in six months. Right. So, here's my So, it was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here's my advice. My advice is, if you haven't heard from him, you have not heard from him in six months, you have to just fucking be like, this is what it is. It is what it is. He's not reaching out to me. He's not responding to, I'm sure you've tried him. He's he's not responding. And well, you just I got sent to, one text. Well, I mean, have you, did you ever call him? No. This is delusional that I anyway, because I can't be, I can't be like, did you call him? Oh, it's because you didn't call him. If you text him and he didn't respond to you and he's not reaching out to you and he's been like fucking MIA for six months, right? It's, it's not happening. I don't know why. I don't know if it is. Does he live in another city? Where does he live? Yeah, he lives in another city. He lives. It's okay. Is it drugs too? Is he doing drugs? No, 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 no. He's bipolar. It's it's been the okay. issue the whole time. Okay, listen. Bipolar lives in another city. Possibly dating another girl. It's been six months. You here's what you need to do. You need to fucking just just not think about it. And as hard as it, as it is, like all the advice, I'm just gonna give you a bunch of like the same things I said to a girl earlier, where it's like meditate, watch fucking a million movies, watch a ton of different series on like HBO Go, like watch The Comeback, watch Doll and M, watch documentaries, watch rom coms, watch Sex in the City, watch everything, read books, um, masturbate, take Epsom salt baths. 
hang out with your girlfriends, go dancing, flirt, go to Whole Foods, go to Trader Joe's, meet the guys you meet at Whole Foods, and, and go on dates with those guys, not the ones you meet at Trader Joe's. Like, just do as much as you possibly can to stay busy. I don't give a fuck about Tinder. Go on Tinder if you want. Go on Match.com. Go on OkCupid. I don't give a fuck. I don't know how it works anymore. I don't do that shit, but that's because I fucking am on this thing, Instagram, and, and I, I already put myself out there like a disgusting maniac on the Internet, so that's a different thing. But, like, you need to be dating. You need to be writing in your journal, writing letters to him, burning those letters, letting it go, burning Palo Santo, and just being like, you know what? This is what it is now. I need to accept it because he's not – it's not happening. It's not happening. And that's what it is. But it doesn't mean you're not okay. Like, it's not personal. You're amazing. You're beautiful. I know it. You're cool as fuck. You've got shit to do. So you need to be working on making your dreams come true and being the best you you can be, as lame and cornball as that sounds, because then you'll attract some dude who is not bipolar. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, there's some shit wrong with that a little bit, you know. Like, and you'll attract some somebody who's more healthy into your life that's like, You'll go, fuck, I didn't even know this was possible. But the minute I let that other thing go, I'm dating this guy that I didn't even think I deserved or would ever even like me. And now I like me because I'm doing all this cool shit and I'm staying so busy every day and I've got a full life. And now I'm with this cooler dude. Wow, life is crazy. You know what I mean? Because that's what will happen. That can happen if you let it. But don't get all fucking, oh, God, oh, God, like, because... I've done that too, and it's just not a sexy look, and it's so painful. And it doesn't have to be because there's so many people. Like, keep your eyes open. Go to Whole Foods tomorrow or, or, you know, and just walk around keep your eyes open. And even have, like, a celebrity crush. Even have, like, crushes on guys in movies. Even that's fun. Even that gives you, like, hope. It makes you go, like, oh, there's so many people in the world. Like, who knows what cute babe who's cool and funny you can meet that you exist easily with. And, and feel, like, inspired by and, like, proud to be with, you know? Because there are so many people, believe me. Like, even though I'm still in love with my ex-boyfriend, when I was with him yesterday, I thought, okay, well, this is what this is, and this is awesome, but it doesn't mean there aren't awesome other things, you know? Like, because I, I have been dating. I know that, like, there are other people who are who look cool naked, who... I can have great sex with other people that are like better conversationalists and better communicators. Like there's so many neat people. You, you're single and you get to go meet them. And that's a good space to be in. So get out of the the realm of thinking like, where'd he go? What does that mean? Is this personal? Or I'm worried about him or blah, blah, fuck that. Like you just think about you. Like just be selfish. So you just let it go and just like you delete, like delete the text. It. Just like, I mean, you don't have to delete the text. It's like if that's something you, you you feel like you need to do in order to to get over it, you can do that. You could also continue following him on all all the social networking that you follow him on and keep the text. That no, he he's done nothing. That's what's even well, that's, more frustrating. It's like it's well, a ghost. Well, yeah, there you go. Then then delete the text, let it go, write a letter to him and set it on fire like in your sink. You know, like, do it in a, in a safe way. But just be, like, write what, everything you need to say to him. Like, fuck you. Where would you go? I feel like you abandoned me. Whatever it is you need to say to him, like, I love you, blah, blah, whatever. Burn it. Let it go. Then don't send it. And don't send it. You burn it. You let it go. You're going to do, like, a little ritual. You're going to do a cool 2015 modern witch ritual, which is the shit I've done. 
and you write a long letter, write a long letter because, and it's more for you to get over it because this is not the only guy. You know, you, you've been like psychically down to him for so long. And you've it's been, been like, so long and I've like gone go. to therapy over it and just, let it go. yeah, it's a mess. Let, let it go. Like burn Palo Santo, write the letter, burn it. Um, and then write an, a new thing to yourself. I know all women say this, and it's very like Bridget Jones or whatever it is. Um, but like write a new letter to yourself, write a list of all the things you want in the guy. Make, get excited about it. Be like, oh, cool. Like, oh, my God, I'm, like, building. It's, like, weird science. And you're, like, building your own, like, you know, perfect person. And that's cool. Like, just get, like, all excited and not hopeful because hope is, like, desperate. Just get, like, I don't know. Get, like, uh, not excited. Yeah, just get excited. That's what I meant. And have faith. Faith is, faith is more grounded. Hope is more like, oh, I hope. That's more, like, desperate. Just, like, know that something good is going to happen. Have faith in the knowing that, like, there's a good thing around the corner if you let there be room for it. But you have to let this fucking dude go. Let him go. And, and you don't think I, like, here. need to ask for, like, an explanation? Like, that's... No. No. You know why? Because yeah. because his behavior is explanation enough. His behavior, which is doing nothing... Yeah. Yeah. Being completely being completely unreliable and doing nothing, that's your answer. Right. right. You know? and yeah, like, I thought that's you, what my girlfriend say. Yeah, and you don't need him to explain himself because he can't even contact you, let alone explain right. himself. Like, you need to just fucking like yourself enough to go, this is not okay for me. This does not work for me. Like, this is not what you want for yourself. You want somebody to be held accountable be there for you, not just fucking straight up disappear. That doesn't work. Right. Not okay. So, like, yeah, so, like, cherish yourself enough and, and take care of yourself. And, like, I'm going to say cheesy words, but, like, this is what my therapist would say. Like, be kind to yourself and, like, expect more because you like yourself and that's what you want for yourself. Because this shit that he's presenting you with, which is nothing, that's not working right. for you. And that's, and that's why you're so uncomfortable, because you're like, oh, I'm so mad at him. He's like, golly, he's off, off the face of the earth. Like, believe me, I know what you're talking about, because dating a guy in a band where they're always gone and being in a long-distance thing, you just feel like, hey, wait a minute, I'm mad. Where are you? Like, no. Oh. Like, then, at the, then at the, I got to the point where I just went, why? I could keep being mad at him for this, or I could just let it go and be like, oh, this is all he can provide me with because he needs to live in the woods because that's what he needs for himself. And he's in a band. And, like, <laughs> I don't like the feeling of tugging at a guy, so I've got to stop tugging and I've got to go, oh, cool, I love you, you're all good, but this just not doesn't work for me, you know, the setup, right? right? right. So, so you've got a lot of lists to make. You've got some fires to put out in your kitchen sink. And, um, and, and, and like, I don't know, shave your legs, put makeup on, put – you know, mascara on every day and go on dates and flirt with guys because, like, that's fun, too. Like, I'm finally at the stage six months later where I'm like, oh, oh, cool. Like, being single could be real cool. Like, it took me a while, but I'm like, this is, I think I, this is, this is, this could be fun. You know what I mean? You don't think it's going to fuck you up because you saw him again? I don't because I feel, well, it could tomorrow, and I'll definitely let you guys know. I'll let you know next week for sure because I'm, I, I can't lie about anything. Um, but right now I feel kind of like invigorated. I feel like 
I had a really adult hang session this week with my ex. He loves me. I have no doubt how fucking madly in love with me he is, and I love him like a fucking crazy person. And I, can't and I only have you tattooed your initials. It's cool. That makes me feel cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. So listen, so I got the tattoo. I got the cool um, adult hang session for a few days this week where we had a romantic, wonderful, like, hang session that was beautiful, uh, a beautiful bouquet of flowers. I truly believe and know in my heart that he would do anything for me. If I needed something from him, I call, you know, anything. He He's not a mean person. It just wasn't working fundamentally at this point in your life. That's all good. But I have a fucking, you know, fan, love person who loves me in my corner. And that's wonderful. Yeah. wonderful. And I feel yeah. and I feel the same way about him. And then I've got this cool dude I've been seeing who's gorgeous and looks great naked and is funny and sweet and you know would also like help me with anything I believe, you know, like the, you know, and has had to put up with my bullshit of my me getting over my relationship. So and also like who knows who I'm gonna end up with. Like, you know, I can go I could meet any, I'm single and, and life is wide open and I've got a career to think about and I've got all this shit I want to do, like creative stuff. So that's exciting to me. So like really nothing's bad and it's not bad for you either. Like the ego is making it bad for you. And I've done that too. And I could easily do that in, like in a few hours from now and spiraling and looking at his Instagram and getting real pissed and stuff and trying to see what girls are flirting with him. But I'm going to try not to do that. But Right now, the worst thing is, is when your ego gets involved and your ego's like, why isn't he reaching out to me? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I do wrong. How, right. how, but the reality is, like, you could hear something that I've been doing to help my life in a bunch of different situations, whether it's with nervousness or anger or jealousy or just overall ego stuff. I go like this. When the feeling overwhelms me, I go, oh, I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to feel angry. I don't want to feel desperate. I don't want to feel sorry for myself. I don't want to feel mad at him. Like, I don't want to be fucking, I don't want to do that. And then I go, oh, well, I don't have to. And neither do you. Like, you don't have to need an answer or anything. Like, you're, you're right now, you're on the phone with me. We're talking. You're alive. You're sitting in whatever room you're sitting in. Everything's Okay nothing's happening to you. Nobody's doing anything to you at all. Him not even talking to you, he's not even doing anything to you. But you're turning it into something that makes you feel bad. Right. That's true. That's true. It's it's so true. So just here's, so just, this is another thing. And I'm telling you things and I'm telling this for anybody who's listening. These are all things that I have noticed this past week. But, and this is a very difficult thing, but I swear to God, this is some of the, best advice I gave myself if I'm able to do it but whenever I feel bad and I'm putting my attention on something and I'm really bummed out by it like one time I got blackout drunk and I slept with somebody and I woke up the next day and I felt so much shame I felt so embarrassed like luckily the guy was lovely and you know and he's somebody I know and whatever but I was ashamed because I put myself in a shitty situation and I basically had a brownout where I like remember patches of the night and I was that's not my style. And that's, for me, I was filled with shame. How could I get myself in that situation? Did I embarrass myself? What did I say? What are people thinking of me? Are people talking shit about me? What is this guy thinking about me? Oh, my God. And then I thought, well, like, see, you're going to kill, like, 
you're going to, you, you can't. This is too overwhelming. Like, you got to stop spiraling. you got to stop spiraling. You've got to take control of your thoughts right now. You've got to reroute all this energy, and you've got to reroute where you're putting your attention, and you've got you to fucking grab it and pull it, and you've got to, like, put it on something else, something that you, something else. So what I did was I stopped spiraling and I took all that attention and I finished a script that I had been writing that I'd been running from that I didn't want to write because I'm lazy and I didn't want to finish it and it was hard and I didn't want to pay attention to it. It's more fun to go out and flirt and have sex and get drunk. And I thought, well, fuck it. I'm going to use this miserable experience as the impetus, if that's the right word, if I'm saying it right, to get me to finish something that I was not putting my attention on. So I took the bad attention and I fucking put it on shit that served me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you have the control. Everybody, we all do. We all have the control of where we put our thoughts and our tensions and our feelings. It doesn't mean it's easy and it doesn't mean it's not like a life practice and a life's work, but you have, you can do it if you want. But you've got to just rise above it and it means you have to be really conscious too because that's like a, that means you really have to rise to the occasion and go, oh, shit, I do have the control. I, I am choosing to obsess on my ex. That's my choice. Yeah. He's not telling Nobody's uh-huh. got a gun to your head, and you're not finishing your homework or your life work or your career stuff or anything right. else that could serve you. Yeah, because you're taking all that energy, and you're going, I'm going to obsess on my boyfriend right now. Even if you're doing other stuff, it's watering down the other stuff. It's, it's, you know what I mean? So you, you have to fucking rise to the occasion and be as conscious a human being as possible and make a choice and go, am I going to be easy and let my attention and consciousness go, like, on cruise control, which is like, I'm going to look at Instagram. I'm going to look at the feed on Instagram and keep refreshing and then obsess about my ex-boyfriend. Are you going to go, no, right. I'm, press- I'm stopping that. <laughs> I'm turning it off, and I'm fucking doing this. I'm going to write the book I said I could write. I'm going to start the fucking whatever, charity thing I was going to start. Like all the shit that we talk about at bars when we're not really doing shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Well, then do it. You know what I mean? Sorry, not you, but everybody. <laughs> Me too. It's, yeah, I think just staying on, you know, it's so easy for your brain just to get snapped back into it, you know? Yeah. That advice, that's good. That's it's good. a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in, it's, 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 and it's stuff that I deal with every day. So I'm just telling you, I'm just giving you all the advice that I'm giving myself. Uh, yeah, saying it out loud. Every day. Yeah, and um, listen, I hope the girl, listen, I don't care. I was going to say, I, I, I hope, I apologize to the girl who has a crush, to the girls who have a crush on my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I, hope, I hope all the new girls who are trying to suck my cool ex-boyfriend is in a band. I hope I didn't hurt your feelings. Just try to remember that he loves me more, and you guys are losers. But listen, I'm sure you're sweet. Good luck. Uh, but he has my initials tattooed on his fucking heart. Okay? But I'm sure you're Forever. All right. Listen, I'm going to end the show. I hope that helps. And, and call me next week and let me know to update me if you want. I, I like updates. But people never update All right. Thank you. Okay, well, I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. Thank you. I, oh, my God. Um, man, that helped me just as much as maybe it helped anybody else. Um, listen. Listen, guys. It's been a long night. I've talked a lot. I didn't even get to get to all of the the emails. I didn't even get to get to the emails. Well, you know what? I'll have to get to the emails next week. The point is, the point is, what's the point? Uh, the point is, thank you for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. 
I would love for you to tune in next Wednesday to listen to the live show. It's every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You go to boycrazyradio.com to listen. There's a cool slideshow. You can call in. All you have to do is dial 646-378-0649. But if you're listening on a night that's not Wednesday, that means you're listening to a rebroadcast, uh, which I appreciate. And everybody should uh, should subscribe. Subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. And uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. Feel free to email me your questions at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And uh, what else can I say? What does it all mean? Is everything going to be okay? Are we all happy? I think so. We're figuring it out. We're, We're figuring it out. Listen, I don't care what everyone else says about you, all right? I love you.
the new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid port in. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.